Suns VIP Lounge. The Phoenix Suns taking down the Los Angeles Lakers. 108 to 90. As always, we are brought Keep to you by roller, DraftKings Sportsbook go. app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. We greatly appreciate it. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's all Bookman. That's Espo. Turn down your headphones because the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. There you go. We got it in off the top. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Even if you... uh. Even if ESPN doesn't believe it, Sometimes we believe it. We know it. <laughs> Get to that funky. Get to that funky music. <laughs> okay, shut it off now. <laughs> See what you did? Like it when it gets See what you did? I know. I, I pulled it out of when I shouldn't have. I should I'm just, just kidding, Espo. I'm only suck. joking. Don't kill my buzz. Don't kill his vibe. <laughs> I just beat LA. Let me hear the funky saxophone, damn it. Um, yeah, so now that we've got that taken care of, the Suns, um, squeak by the Lakers, yeah, just barely hold off LeBron James and the Lakers challenge of tonight. Yeah, LeBron did almost die in the lane, though. He did, that ankle almost was amputated. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it it was a tough one, it really was. Praise be the basketball gods that he was able to stand up again. Well, I mean, and also like the Phoenix Suns, I mean, you know, they shot 29.3% from the three-point line tonight. Like, they're so lucky the Lakers had an off night and they were able to win this one the way that they did. You know well, what I mean? I mean. Th- thank God the Lakers <laughs> Lakers did I mean, right? it's, 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 it's really miraculous that the Suns <laughs> shot the absolute lights out with 29%. <laughs> And still managed to squeak by the Lakers. Dude, seriously. The powerful, almighty Lakers with their superstars aboard. Like, it just, it's it's really a testament hey. to bullshit. At Absolute le- bullshit, ESPN. Absolute <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Where's, where's the other camera? Where's tell. the other camera? Where's the other camera? Fuck you <laughs> and all your bullshit and your stupid ass headlines. You're looking and at the, wrong the whole camera. freaking time, I don't even know where I'm supposed to be. Is it this one or is it this, this one? one? I was right. I was this right one. the whole time. And, oh, okay. And if you look at and we're going to show it. Do we have it, Shane? Do we have the uh, a sample uh, clip from ESPN and their headline? If you no. click on their, their website, they have like a headline that says, uh, yeah, LeBron heating up. As the as the the Lakers are battling the Suns, I'm like, what? They're and it and it shows that they're down by like twelve. Yeah. Like uh, what the can fuck we get are we the even salty talking graphic. about? Jesus we fucking salty. Christ! This is just it's just the laziest <laughs> laziest bullshit you've ever seen. And then TNT tonight was just as bad. Reggie Miller, holy crap! Could you talk about LeBron anymore? Brian Anderson, I love you, guy. I've met you a million times. But, oh, you would have thought that LeBron's foot fell off and he's going to go through traction in the back of Staples fucking center before they change the fucking name. It's so, so stupid. Get off of their nuts, please. He's back. Literally right before the show, I set up the second camera and Saul goes, I don't think we're going to get a salty tonight. You had better intuition on that one, Shane. I'm just glad LeBron had that cigar tonight. You know, obviously he needed the cigar tonight when he walked in the building to to celebrate that victory or ease his pain, whatever the hell uh, he needed to do. But you know what? Before we go to the bar, there's another guy that's in the back of Staples Center smoking a cigar 
There's two oh, of them right now. Oh, yeah, go to that guy. cigar lounge. That's right, baby. Let's go to the cigar lounge. <laughs> Lounging in the cigar lounge. I think we got somebody right else. Who, who else is in the cigar lounge tonight? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cigar lounge. Oh, there we go. The salsa and cigar there lounge we go. tonight. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, Chris Smoke in the comments said he knew he was getting smoked. That's why LeBron showed up with a <laughs> cigar pregame. That's fantastic. You know, and then Jacob in the chat also brought up the halftime show was atrocious. And he's right. The halftime show tonight was all, it was literally the entire time was about the Lakers with a subtle mention about the Phoenix Suns at the end. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. I guess you just got to take it for what it is. And that's what. Oh, it's just I, disrespectful. Yeah. It's absolutely disrespectful. You got a, the best team in the NBA barely even got a mention at halftime, even though they were shooting so poorly and they were still leading by two. Hey, let them have their East Coast bias. Let them have their West Coast bias. We're going to have your Southwest bias. This yeah. Is, this is where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And this is this is my favorite shirt we've got. Because and mine is in the in the mailbox. I'll be wearing this soon. This is like the middle finger to all that other bias. To hell with them. Let's let's celebrate our team and to hell with other people not recognizing it. There there's one easy way to make them recognize it, and that comes in June. Mm-hmm. Yep. Code JJM in the chat said, "Chill, fellas. This is what makes it so fun to beat them." I think you guys are allowed to be a little. A little wild, a little crazy a about little, it, but I also wild. think, as my as my guy here would say, a little cantankerous. <laughs> there, I don't it's, even know what that means, salty. but I'm guessing it's the same <laughs> thing. But as Code JJM says, this is what makes it so fun to beat them. True. Like honestly, if all this stuff wasn't a part of playing against the Lakers, it wouldn't be as like the the beat LA chant wouldn't be what yeah. it is today. You know what I mean? Everyone wouldn't want to always beat the Lakers regardless of where they are in the standings, you know? Yeah, so it is true. what it is, and it makes it way more fun when you're on the winning side, that's for sure. So congratulations to the Phoenix Suns for that uh, W tonight, their final one at quote-unquote Staples Center. I would hope that if Chuck was on the show tonight, he would have said something because Chuck does bring the the sensibility to this uh, for the most part, and he will say like what he sees. And what he saw tonight would have been like, hey, LeBron's the only one out there doing anything. The rest of those dudes are are bums. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and the Suns haven't even played good, and they're still up by two. Like LA's in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's what Charles. Oh, was. And that was not, That was not my impression. No, I know. Didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, I much love to Candace Parker. I enjoy her analysis too. I think she was trying to keep them in check, but it is amazing how infatuated they were with with just talking about Le- LeBron and the Lakers, but. You look at you bring it up. That first half was just some of the worst shooting, mm-hmm. especially behind the arc. We've seen the Suns team do yeah. uh, in I think all year. I mean, it was it was ugly. They still had the lead. They still yeah. found a way to be leading at the half, and then you know they pick it up somewhat, but they they still don't play to their full capability, and they go up twenty in the fourth against this Lakers team. Yeah. Uh, this Lakers team is not good. We've said it since the beginning of the year. They compiled what would have been, you know, a fantasy dream roster, you know, eight nine years ago. Mm-hmm. But it ain't working right now. The Lakers are in some trouble, and obviously the Suns are exactly where they want to be. Right. The now. Suns were not crisp at all tonight. No, they just were not crisp. Mikael Bridges 
was downright terrible in the first half shooting wise. Yeah, he, he was started the night 0 for 8. 8. Yeah. yeah, he was terrible. Um, their rotations just weren't as crisp as they could be on on the offensive side of the ball. Um, just the the fluid movement that you're used to seeing from the Suns um, just wasn't there. And then when they did get wide open shots and they got plenty, mm-hmm. they just missed, especially from three. I mean. Uh, what was what were they in the first half? Something like three. They only hit three Atro- threes. I believe it equates to an analytics atrocious. Yes. is what they were. So I think they were three for fifteen or something like that in the first half, and it was less like man, you know. But you you always felt like that wasn't going to continue, and in the second half, up by two, Booker starts it off with a three, ends up making a couple threes back to back, and then you kind of just felt like okay, they're they're on their little run right now, and. That was basically game. Yeah. I will say, going back to Mikel Bridges, um, like you said, he did start the night 0 of 8. But he kept shooting the Mm -hmm. ball all night long. And even though he didn't have the most uh, efficient night, obviously, or just the best outing, he did finish with 14 points, 5 of 17 from the field. I'm okay with him continuing to shoot the ball all night long. I'm okay with him continuing to shoot the ball all night long against the bum-ass Lakers. Fair. Like, yeah. If, now, if this they, was like a close matchup, yeah, like the Warriors or something, yeah, then I'm maybe like, uh, cool it off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Take, take, take your foot off the gas there, Mikhail. Right. A but bit I, I think like you could even see, I don't think that there was a point in time tonight where you saw him kind of hang his head or get no. down on himself. No. And I love that for Mikel because I want him to just shoot the ball and keep shooting it and keep believing that it'll go in eventually because it will. And, you know, he's going to have an off night here and there. Who isn't? But as long as he keeps that confidence up and keeps shooting that ball, I'm totally okay with it. To me, that. with Mikel, if he if he does it on the defensive end, he earns more shots on the offensive end. That's that's like mm-hmm. my that's my way of how I yeah. gauge Mikel. Like, <laughs> okay, well, you did this on this end, so okay, I'll live with that shot. You know what I mean? And it's going to pay off for this team once they get to the playoffs. If Mikel can feel confident, rise up, hit those shots. You know, like last year, we always talk about the finals and how they struggled for that needing that third or fourth guy to step up, well, these are the situations. You see DeAndre Ayton starting off the game very strong and and kind of leading this team, and then JaVale also helping off, off the bench. If you have these guys helping, it's only going to prove to be bigger down the road, and it's going to, um, you know, it's going to be benefit in the playoffs. But again, this is another team win tonight, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven guys in yep. double figures. I mean, this you can afford to let Mikhail shoot his way out of a bit of a slump when you know how many guys are going to pick up a, a guy shooting like that. I mean, this is it's unbelievable when when you look at it. And this is, I believe, the third straight game we've seen. Uh, you know, this I, I believe it was eight. The first uh, that first of these three games, nine guys in double figures last game, seven this game. I mean, this team spreads the wealth, mm-hmm. uh, and they and that's that's what you need because if you're predicated on one or two guys, like take the Lakers tonight, one guy uh, shooting all the shots, right? You got LeBron, the the primary option on offense. They have nobody to spread it out with. LeBron can go off. A team like the Suns can shut you down. Uh, everybody else down, you're SOL, right? Yeah. Sons, you can't do that with because every guy is a threat to come through for you. Yep. All right, before we move on, shall we go to the bar? Let's go, Let's go to the bar. Let's go to the bar. 
Oh, those those old guys. I mean, it's late. I mean, it's a late game. Oh yeah, you need that prune juice after that kind of an evening. You know, you're a little slow when you start off these games in L.A. after you come from the early bird special. So you you got to get regular. You know, (laughs) I mean, they 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 need to get regular after that for sure. Cracking my prune juice. You know, it's just (laughs) L.A.A.R.P. It's one of the recommendations. You know, as for a healthy body, healthy mind, glass of prune juice every night. So, you know, oh, the sun's put them to bed. Just encouraging you guys that. to make sure that you're getting all your fiber and things that you need. <laughs> Hopefully uh, LeBron's got a lot of that John the Conqueror route that he's about to put on his ankle. Oh, mm. help him overcome some of that tragedy that happened on the court tonight. Hallelujah. Blessings. Uh, Monty Williams said after tonight's game, um, Gerald's not here with us, but I'm going to read all of his tweets because you know <laughs> Gerald is still sick at home, but he's yeah. on the Gerald's calls. laying in bed on this. He is 100%. Gerald is at home, <laughs> like absolutely playing us right now. Totally. But you know what? <laughs> Gerald tweeted out, Monty Williams said he was glad the Suns were able to get that poor shooting night out of their system, credited the defense for holding it down tonight. And yeah, I'm glad that if we were going to have an off night offensively, better to have it against the Lakers where you know the odds of you being able to beat that team regardless of an a bad offensive outing than Christmas Day or something like that. I love that we live in a world now that we can be like, it's great to have a bad offensive night against the Lakers. <laughs> Who'd have thought? I love it. This is this is the kind of world everything else could be uh, you know going haywire like it is a little bit in the world but when you can say that about the Lakers I'm happy to live here that's mm-hmm. what I what I'm going to say All right let's talk about our draft king of the game the one and only Devin Booker he finished with 24 points 9 rebounds and 7 assists with that second assist tonight Devin reached 2000 career assists for uh, his time in the league, becoming the sixth youngest player in league history to 9,000 career points and 2,000 assists. He's 25 years old, 25 years and 52 days old. You guys know the six, the five players ahead of him, right? Yeah, well, we read it earlier during the game, but can you, what are the five? It's LeBron. So it's, we'll go, we'll go backwards. So in fifth place, it's Gilbert Arena, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Sorry. <laughs> Typo Arena. on my bad. Arena. Uh, Gilbert Arenas, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. I love that she nails Antetokounmpo. She struggles with Arena. Well, because I, yeah, said, because I spelled it wrong and I was Agent reading zero. it. <laughs> Agent Zero. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's a hell of a list to be. Book keeps winding up on these lists. And I think a lot of people just act like, oh, it's a fluke. You can't act like it's a fluke anymore, right? He's on the best team in the league, and he continues to find himself on these lists and and how well that he's playing. And it's just he's a damn good player and does not still get the respect that he deserves for that. Mm -hmm. And he had, what did I, what did we say, seven assists tonight? Monty also said after the game, he was joking about this. He said, Devin probably would have had 50 assists if we would have hit some shots. And that's, you're not wrong there. He's not wrong there. Devin was flirting with a triple-double for a while tonight. Yeah. Uh, Connor in the chat says, see y'all at the Gilbert Arena on Thursday. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. (laughs) Shane just caught up with that one. All right. Yeah. 
Hey, you know, that'd be a great name, actually, I feel like, for an <laughs> arena. But, you know. So what do you guys think about... JoJo Siwa? I don't know. Yeah, I, I sure. never really heard I thought that was I didn't even know who that was. My four, my five-year-old, uh, you guys heard the audio, yeah. freaking lost her mind when I yeah. sent the photos of Jay Crowder almost... Uh, Bowling over JoJo Siwa on the sidelines. That was that was the highlight of the night for for a five year old girl. We Not also, for us. We but. also had a, another kind of highlight of the night um, with the with a little CP three and um, getting we after did. getting after Landry. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there. This was in the third so, quarter. Landry knocked over a camera operator. And just like barely grabbed his hand, like like not really helping him up. And Chris Paul came off the bench, helped up the camera operator, and then gently scolded Landry yeah. Shamit for not doing that. When yeah, he you, you see him come off the bench here, and he helps up the yeah. camera guy, and then he calls Landry over, and you see him say, you should pick him up. Yeah, you, you pick, him, pick up. him up. You know, and I love that about Chris Paul. He is a leader in every way mm-hmm. with this team, and he knows that it's the little things that that make this team uh, what they are. He, it's it's about carrying yourself in a professional manner every step of the way. And that little moment, you know, is something that he's saying to Landry, "Hey, young guy, this is how we play. This is how we do this. This is what we do." And it's it's just one of those looks into the character of a guy like CP3. I love that. That's what. That's what you want from these guys. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that workman mentality that CP3 brings. And we hear culture. We heard it for 10 years get sold to us that they're trying to establish a culture. They're trying to change things. And you know what they did? They finally accomplished that by bringing in somebody that truly understands culture in Monty Williams and a guy on the court that understands culture in Chris Paul. And that right there is a prime example of it. Well, you know, I, I think the thing that CP3 does and he has he brought to this team is this this feeling like, hey, be thankful for what you have, work hard for what you're getting, and and treat everybody else the way you would want to be treated. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter that you're superstars. And I think, you know, you have a cameraman who goes to all these games is f- busting their ass too because mm-hmm. you, Lindsay, you know, like behind the scenes, like there's my all, homies have been knocked over so, so many times, many times, right? And and you know when they get run over, like they're not asking for you to run them over. They're not trying to get in your way. They're and most of back. them purposely try to move oh, as much oh, yeah. as they can to protect the players. They like if to. they see it coming, mm-hmm. they'll try and at least pull the camera in a little bit, yeah. so that it doesn't hurt the player because they don't want to do yeah, that exactly. either. But you know, it's like it's all the personnel all, all over the court. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. doing a, their job to, for these guys to try and showcase these guys. Right. And so I, I love that Chris Paul respects. What the everybody does at the arena to to try and help the NBA game, um, and he kind of yeah, he kind of went after Shaman. Yeah. It was like, hey man, help this guy up, man. Yeah. You just ran him over. Like he didn't mean to do it. You need to understand that. And I, I'm sure Shamit, the next time that happens, will not just walk away. Hey, you you yeah. respect the game, it'll respect you back. Right, exactly. And MCG Blue says, and that camera ain't light. No, it's not. They're like 75 no. pounds. No, yeah. They are ridiculously heavy. They're just like this the whole time. Yeah. Bless the bless their Constant hearts. Damage. All the camera operators are going to have back issues do, in, later on in their life. Do they qualify as sweet baby angels? Um, some of them, yeah. <laughs> okay. For sure. Right. Some of just them do. <laughs> but uh, Chris Paul's leadership, I just love this guy so much for this team on and off the court. 
in addition to that kind of highlight from tonight, pregame Monty Williams told us that Chris Paul, when everything kind of just seemed like last week or even this week, pull all the COVID stuff just kind of popped off, right? Like it just was like back to back to back player being in the health and safety protocols. Chris Paul was the one who pulled the group together and addressed them. Monty didn't have to because CP3 did it first and just said, listen, if we want to play basketball and we want to have these nice things, we got to do our part. And what we're able to do to help is what we're able to do. And we need to be doing it. And he said it was very brief. It wasn't like him lecturing anybody. It was just an understanding between him and the rest of the guys on the team that, listen, we want to have nice things. And by having nice things, we got to make sure we stay healthy. We got to make sure our families stay healthy and our fans and the people around us. So do your part, show up. And so that way we can have some nice things. I mean, we've had many conversations just even here at this building, like, okay, some, some things we have to change up just to, to make sure that everybody stays safe. You know, you come back from vacation, give us a courtesy test, you know, those kind mm-hmm, of things, you know, yeah. like that help your teammates out, that help everybody else out mm-hmm. to make sure that they don't get sick. Um, or, or have to miss work or, you know, be at home or whatever. So, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a courtesy. It's something that leadership does. And it's nice to see that Chris Paul takes that seriously. And and listen, like, Hey, I think two, three months ago, we don't have as an intense conversation about this because things felt like they were kind of going back to normal for the most part. And then this new, this new variant comes out and it's, and it's just sweeping the country so rampantly fast um, you know, hey, it's it's okay to to take safe measures. We're not saying you need to do this, this, and this, but be safe and and you know just practice safe measures, and you're going to be all right. With that group, Chris Paul could have just walked in and said, "Stay home and play your Xboxes, please." <laughs> like I, I feel like that's or, or PS Five, whatever you prefer. PS Five. I don't want to start. I don't want to start a war here, but whatever you prefer, just go play your video games. Yeah, yeah. that's what he could have said. Or go hang out at each other's houses like they already do. Just do that. <laughs> Please. That's all we need. I just started rewatching Ted Lasso, so Did you? Good yeah. that was that good that you would rewatch it that quickly? I would watch it three times in a row if I would. Okay. That time. Hmm. That's interesting. I got too many new shows to Connor, go watch. Connor in the chat, the salty variant is next. Oh <laughs> boy. I don't know about that one. That so, one might be so a little caught bit that rough. already. It's it's running mm. rampant within that the That one man. might be a little bit rough. Um, okay, in the comments, we had a question. No, they said, well, can't you just film it with the iPhone 13? No, <laughs> no, Elon, no. I don't know if you believe the commercials, you could. That's true. Um, and then, no, but that wasn't the one I was going to talk about. But while we're on the topic of the camera still, they Lace Bacon said, why the camera guys got to sit so close with those big cameras? Well, because they're sitting right in front of the first row of the courtside seats. And yeah. if they weren't there, they would miss so many of... The great plays that happen right underneath the basket. Yeah. Do you so, want to why. enjoy the game on television? That's why they have to sit there. <laughs> if you could do the 2018 draft over, which Bridges brother would you draft? Mikhail. Mikhail. Yeah. Time in and time out. Mikhail, like, it's not even a, it's not even a oh. question. Yeah. The one I was going to bring up, it wasn't a question, but Matthew in the chat said, Lakers should have never given up on that young group they had. Before LeBron showed up, Lonzo, Ingram, Julius Randle, Caruso. What do you guys think? Well, if you if you got to remember, they gave those guys up to get Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is. Well, is some you, of them anyway. Well, some of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lonzo and Ingram, uh, you know, for sure. So I listen, 
I get what you're saying, but you got a championship already, and that was the goal, right? The goal was to get a championship. Now, these the subsequent two years since, um, not so well, not so hot, and they're paying the price for that now because they definitely have an old man's group. And if the and if they didn't let LeBron run the company, then maybe you know Palinka wouldn't be making some moves to get some some younger guys in the fold. But you got a championship out of it. Uh, it's probably worth the sacrifice. Walmart Rob Lowe ain't doing crap there. That is LeBron's, <laughs> oh that is LeBron's choice there. LeBron is the one that said, I don't want these young guys bringing other guys. Did it pay off? Sure, they got their title, but now he's got to deal with it. He has put himself back in a situation where he's surrounded by a bunch of guys that can't get it done. Remember Cleveland? That's exactly the way it feels now here. That if he, if they're gonna win, it's gonna have to come on the back of LeBron. But guess what? LeBron isn't in his twenties anymore, so it becomes even more difficult for him to do those superhuman things to lead his team to victory. It's just not that easy right now for the Lakers. And you know what? I'm glad they did that because that means they're not a threat to the Suns right now. Yeah. Would I mean, you? So here's my question to you. Yes. Would you, uh, if you, if the Suns were in that situation and an opportunity to get LeBron, would you do the same thing for a championship? Hell yes. Okay. Go out. That's what. That okay. was my point. Well, I was look at really the Arizona. nervous. He was going to say no. I was like, no. Hell yes. <laughs> it's exactly what the Arizona Diamondbacks did. If you've got an opportunity to win a title and basically buy yourself a title, you do it at the cost of the future because. The future is guaranteed to nobody in sports. And no no success is guaranteed. So if you've got the opportunity in front of you, take advantage of it. Whatever that cost is, if it gets you steps closer to a championship, you freaking do it 100 mm-hmm. times out of 100. Yeah, I would definitely make that move for sure. So real quick, before we move on, <clears throat> Connor in the chat said they aren't brothers, LOL. Yes, we know. I think it was a joke because everyone always mixes up their name so miles and mikhail yeah they're not nobody nobody mixes them up anymore because the hornets aren't good really because it literally happened last week Stephen a smith called mikhail miles Miles. really yes Yes. well i've never made that mistake so that's no nobody here i'm talking about more like espn that's what i not if you're gonna say espn that's then, fair. I, I mean, guess I should be specific. I mean, ESPN, ESPN calls ASU Arizona and Arizona ASU. Like ESPN can get out of its own way. Do I need to rewind this whole thing 30 we, minutes ago? Are we yeah. burning this thing like, down with all the national media? So. No, it's just ESPN because they suck right now. They'd be better. Just be better, ESPN. That's it. Yeah. Just be better. I mean, Do your job. Are Stephen A. Smith buried the Suns after four games? The championship window is closed. I'm here to tell you that the championship window is closed for the Phoenix Suns. It's because you. the championship door has been kicked open. That's pretty good. I'm not even going to lie. Thank you. I think it's just like... <laughs> We wouldn't be that mad if there wasn't at least if there was a little bit of respect. Like, listen, t- even tonight, TNT, right? The halftime show. If you spend half of the halftime show talking about the Suns and half talking about the Lakers, it would be fine. We couldn't even get that. I I mean, and people are telling uh, telling us in the chat right now that the TNT post game is still not really talking about. the Yeah, Suns. exactly. Jesus. Let me say this. If they were doing their jobs, we wouldn't have to exist. So I'm glad they're not doing their jobs so we can provide the people with the conversation that they want. We can talk yeah. about the Suns and to hell with them. 
we'd still have to exist. We'd still have to exist. Yeah. Because sure. they'd only be doing it one time a week. Right. Every Take other month. For sure. <laughs> so. It wouldn't be nearly as fun. Um, all right, guys. Before we move on to our final topic, anything else from tonight's game that stuck out that you would like to have a conversation about? Uh, you know, I just I felt like the Suns were unnecessarily hesitant. Um, they just in their the flow of their shots weren't as uh, you know. It felt like there was there's some hesitation on some. Of the, that's what I felt like with Mikel. Uh, campaign had a couple moments like that where he was at the basket and for whatever reason he was unsure of what he wanted to do. He's had that um, a lot this year, yeah, though. He has. He's been, he it's really, been weird. I really felt like he was going to break out tonight, and he had plenty of open shots to break out tonight, campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, he just uh, he's still struggling a little bit this season. I want to see him pick it back up. So, um, But other than that, I thought, you know, again, it, it wasn't the prettiest game in the world, but it was effective, and they beat the Lakers because the Lakers are not a good team, and people need to start understanding that. They have one good player right now, another player that's injured. Westbrook's not very good. You know, they brought in IT, a bunch of guys that don't know what their role is. They got THT throwing, shooting threes like crazy, and he's not a three-point shooter. Like, hey, they're just not a good team. What stood out to me is that Russell Westbrook's like an uncomfortable pair of underwear. Just annoying as shit, right? <laughs> I cannot stand that guy watching him. And my favorite play of the night was Mikhail Bridges blocking his ass uh, after he did the rock the baby crap earlier in the game. It was it was a thing of beauty. That was a tough one. You can't be doing that when you're on this team right now and the record and all that that you It's have. like the Lakers are that person in class that was like, why are you mad? And you're like, mad about what? And they're like, dude, you don't need to be mad about anything. You're like, what the fuck are you even talking about? And they just keep going. And then you get they're mad. Just, they're just annoying. Yeah, and that makes you mad. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they're just annoying as hell. But then they hit you with the calm down. Yo, oh, okay. even yes. worse. Yes, and What's that wrong? was this. This What's was the, oh, calm yeah. down. Like, with those people? Even worse. Oh, what was that? You mad at, you mad at me, so? a million percent is, is that, that you mad at me, dude? Maybe that's why is I want to you? punch you You're every mad? day. <laughs> it's gonna I... be a long night, so <laughs> listen, listen. It was gonna be a long night when it was twelve to six and six minutes and fifty six seconds were still left in the first quarter. My guy hey, goes, Oh man, this could be a long you night. You look at that shooting, that first oh half shooting gosh. was a long night. It's like you haven't learned anything from me. When you have no, Chris Paul I haven't learned and Devin Booker, you. you're gonna be there's, okay. There's nothing to learn from you outside of that quote that played in my head when you weren't here. Everything else, you can leave it. All right. I mean, how have I been right most of the yes, time? Yes, you're right. You're I mean, right a lot of the time. 25 out of 29 times, I think <laughs> it's worked out. So you're right. All right. Thank you. You're um, I that. want to give a shout out to Cam Johnson. He Cam. finished with 14 points tonight. Sweet baby he was four angel. of eight from beyond the arc. And he now has <laughs> 10 games in a row where he has scored double figures. So he's... He's doing the thing out there. He definitely helped the percentage from the three-point line tonight for the Phoenix Suns. Thank goodness. Gerald tweeted this out after tonight's game that Monty said he pulled Cam Johnson to the side in the first half when he turned down a shot and the Suns were three of 22 from the three to tell him to just (laughs) let it fly. It can't be any worse. And that Cam Johnson knew exactly what Monty was going (laughs) to tell him before he even had to say to him. He probably pulled him over the side and was like, hey, 
You see what Kale's doing over there in the corner? Do he that. Ain't shit. So if you get the open shot, you need to take it. <laughs> if you hit one, it's better than what's going on. Yes. So shout out to Cam Johnson. I feel like sometimes he just flies under the radar these days a little bit, but 10 games in a row, double figures. That's big for us. Shout out to our man, Gerald, too, who's getting more done in bed than most men do Shoot. in a whole year. Oh, wow. Whoa. I went home. He's homesick. PH and X out of context. He's tweeting. Oh, my He's God. tweeting. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. He's like, I'm going to kill you as well. Well, because I was like, yeah, way to go, Gerald. And then I was like, wait, hold on. That's not what I wanted to say. Oh, yes. Like, yes. Go, Gerald. Go, go, Gerald. Go. You're a stud. Good job, buddy. I'm just like, you tweet your heart out, you in sweet candy angel. Espo is going to be like, shout out to Gerald for getting more done in bed sick as all get out nope. than we were here. And then he took it straight up <laughs> hard nope. right. Yeah. And I was like, thanks a lot, Espo. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. I was not ready for that, Brett Murdoch, in the comments. I was not ready for that. So rude. Anyway. Set him up for failure. That's what that's what we do here. <laughs> yeah, Brad. It's like CP3 lobbing it up to DA or JaVale. It's just it's beautiful. Oh, I love how Lizzie just fell right into that. We gotta clip that tomorrow. Let's My go. ears are burning now. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> All right, anything else from the two of you? My goodness. You probably don't want no. anything else from know, us after right? that. <laughs> okay. We, we can get into our final discussion of the evening. Let's get into our final discussion of the evening. A Actually, tweet. we should probably give our friends from DraftKings a shout out. Shoot, you're absolutely right. We totally, I am not on my game today. We did not cash in on the cat chat crowders. Yeah, we didn't. Damn you, Jay. Damn it. But you know I what? still love you, man. Thank you for thank you for Westbrook. funding my wife's uh, Christmas present. We appreciate you. Facts. At least I didn't lose any of my money because DraftKings hooked me up with Same. a free bet today. Sweet, sweet free bet. So I, it was like I was playing with the house's money, so it wasn't really that big of a deal. And guys, listen up. So we've got a really cool thing going on right now with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So because it's Christmas week, and the DraftKings Sportsbook app is an official sports betting partner of the N- NBA. They have a gift that will certainly put you guys in the holiday spirit. So new customers who download the app and use the promo code PHNX can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win. And if they do, they're going to win $150 in free bets. It's a great way to put some extra jingle in your pocket. Jingle in your pocket. Ho, ho, holy crap. That's awesome. Yeah. And... All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get in the Christmas spirit with the holiday free bet surprise. So that's the free bet Saul and I were talking about. Basically, all you have to do is log into your app and then something's going to pop up that's or it's going to be in your email. And they're like, congratulations. it's It's actually at the top. Once you log into the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it says, do you want to opt in for the free bet? Click on that and then you scroll up and you hit the opt in thing and then it gives you it like generates a a an automatic bet dollar mm-hmm. amount. So mine was $20, but I know other people that got like 30 or 40. It's, it's all the way up to 50. 50 yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they're giving away up to $10 million in prizes this week. So be sure to check that out. Mine came to my email. So, did oh. mine. so I got a legit notification yeah. that was like, hey, you should come into the app and check this out because we're trying to give you some free money here, yep. basically. So be sure to do that one more time. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code PHNX. 
Bet just $5 on any NBA team and win $150 in free bets if they are victorious. That's promo code PHNX this Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and older, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Before we get to that last topic, mm-hmm. apparently TNT said, quote, Carmelo getting ejected was the difference in this game. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Did they really? That's, that's what's being said in the Discord. Wow. It must be nice to live on that planet, huh? That's just disrespectful. Did Carmelo from 2012 get like, ejected from this up, game? Disrespectful. I'm uh, sorry. I'm going to be Hoodie Lindsay. There you go. Hoodie Lindsay. All right, like Hoodie, Hoodie Mellow. Uh, so, so the final topic. What, what's our final topic, Lindsay? We're going to talk about a tweet that talk broke Sun's it. Twitter because it showed a pair of jerseys. That yes, may or may not be a leaked version of what is to be coming. Uh, who knows? Okay, so Chris Creamer, who runs sportslogo.net, one of the premier sports uniform and logo uh, sites uh, online, uh, got a hold of these and, and said he confirmed that they were real. Okay, so uh, these jerseys have, for those of you listening to the audio version, We'll describe what they look like. They have a very similar burst to the 90s jerseys on them with the wordmark Suns in the in the burst on it. There was a purple, what looked like a purple, and a white. They were very tough to see. They were mm-hmm. extremely grainy photos. Uh, and so and if, if they're watching. You, it definitely gives you like Loch Ness Monster vibes. Like, is this a real thing? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like <laughs> it looks like there's a pruder footage. It's yeah. just grainy as shit. Foot? No? Okay, uh, cool. So our friend at, uh, at Sun's Uni Tracker on Twitter uh, did a mock-up that you're seeing here of them to give you a kind of cleaner look. I know Chris Kramer, who's very reliable, said he confirmed it. I've talked to some people. These are not what I understand any final versions of anything. They may be concepts of something from what I was able to get, but they're not anything that is, is it, done and locked in. If it was. Yeah. If it was, how do we feel? The white ones are fire. You like the white ones? The Can white we put that back fire. up one more time? I'm Jesus, sorry. Shane. Shane, we're just now talking about the graphic. <laughs> I thank you. The white ones are fire. The purple ones are trash. Well, I think, I don't think the purple ones, I don't think you can tell from the photo what they really look like. Because if you actually have the proper outline of the basketball, like you see on the white ones on there, I think they look better. What I love is this is a tip of the hat to the 90 Sunburst Mm -hmm. jerseys that everybody loved. I think the numbers on these are total trash based on what we saw from the photos. I'm hoping that that's something, if these are working concepts, that they change. They're too big. I don't like the font. But overall, the fact that they're looking at uh, potentially if these are if these are real like some concept of it they're looking at going back to a version of the 90s jerseys which is what everybody's asked for. code jjm in the chat why is it always aiden's number he won't even be on the team it's, that long i'm <laughs> guessing it's well that's funny but i'm guessing it's the year usually the front will have the year uh, the first year of the season the back so this would be 22 23 on the back when they really? do That's concept a thing? jerseys. I've never yes. noticed that. When before. they do concept jerseys, they'll do that a lot as I the mean, first that makes year. Sense. I want to see the 23. So, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. 
Like, I so, want to see what the shorts would look like with those. That's the thing. I would you be can't, super interested in that. You can't judge a uniform without seeing the shorts, they're right? Just, they're going back you to make the, it break it. They're going back to the old school uh, spandex shorts. <laughs> just the just, short shorts. I'm, the, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> the Rex Chapman spandex, yes. I support can, it. Can, can, can I go back to something you said earlier about yes. the, it looking so low quality and the Loch Ness Monster thing? How is this still a thing? Like, who's taking that picture and with what phone? Yeah, well, no, that's see, my thing. What I'm it like, is, is I'm sure somebody got some real crappy photo in China of a, a book that they're working on or some concept drawings. This happens all the time early in, in uniform processes and this stuff leaks. And usually what will happen is when you're there's like a design catalog that you order from. If your stores or your people tied with Nike uh, and and they'll have those. So they're working on those concepts and that shit leaks wait, all the wait, time. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me that like w that teams are picking from like a catalog? No, I'm saying no, when like, you send like it to like a Dick Sporting Dick Good Sporting will pick goods. from the catalog. So they put together these books of these are the designs that are coming for the next season. And then you put your whatever. order in ahead of time. Yes. Because So like for all like I don't know how it works with those stores, but like if you're talking about the Suns organization, all the merch that you will see at, at the beginning of the 2022-2023 season has already ordered. been ordered. Yeah, it's ordered well in for advance. For the stores. For yes. well, for like their team store, for like their gotcha, gotcha. their employees, their staff, their yeah, staff okay. all that stuff. It's okay. already been ordered now. Well, and especially for all of next year. Especially when there's new uniforms coming out, uh they they have to prep in advance because when a team by the time a team announces a new look, if they you have haven't ordered that crap, be. you're you're not going to have any money uh, any any inventory to make any right. money off of. Like how many times has Dick Sporting Good leaked a jersey before the Suns have because they have it in their yes. store and they stick it on a mannequin down at uh, Fashion Square. Yeah, or some, like some three kid days in the back. Before. It's happened yeah. like three times. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, and, and why, <laughs> why these usually know. leak, and you'll notice a lot of the times these will leak from foreign accounts is because they're in production elsewhere. Like there's a whole system behind this. It's it, so hard to keep it a secret. It's I mean, amazing it's, that teams do. This is definitely yeah. the benefit of having two people that used to work for the Suns organization <laughs> that feel scorned about the fact that things got leaked out before they had an opportunity. I mean, I honestly don't care. I just, I just think didn't it's know that that fascinating was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even how know that was everything a thing. goes down. Like I, I get why the organization would be upset because they want to create a whole rollout. They want to mm. do like a big presentation type of situation. Situation. And when it gets leaked on Twitter, then you lose all of the luster of that, what you just spent all that time working on. There will be more yeah, yeah. to it, I guarantee it. But at the end of the day, like, a jersey's a jersey. It's not that big McBlue, of a deal for me, You I can't guess. wear any of these jerseys without wearing a t-shirt underneath them because your nipples will go raw. I promise you that. <laughs> you can wear Band-Aids. Yeah, you like would, a runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Andy from the office yeah. just bleeding I down your shirt. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be the worst. Yeah, thing they're not ever. the they're not the best things to wear without I a shirt underneath. I don't hate those jerseys. I, I don't love the purple one, but I don't love purple that much. I'm sorry, you, Espo. You shut your mouth I when know. you're talking. Purple's about shame. Orange. Shame. Yeah. Orange is awful. Orange looks like you're working at Home Depot. Like, you know, orange looks like you're weird? on the you're you're working on the side of the freaking highway on picking up trash. Gang. But you know what's weird is the orange jerseys that they have right now. Look, a lot of the players on the team, those are their favorite. 
ugly. Mm. They love them. I yeah. hate yeah. that orange shirt. Well, that's why we saw it so much exactly. in the second half of last year because the players pushed. Yeah, to especially see it on the road. Yeah, the players just like playing in that jersey. Well, it's got off. Look, this, I, I think if there's some variation of that design, Suns fans will be very happy. It won't be. It, it, it's close enough to what everybody's cried for. Just bring back the '90s jerseys, but it's different enough that it gives this team an identity. I would hate if they just went full time back to the '90s jerseys because then this group doesn't get an identity when that's they're one fair. of the best teams in the NBA, and that's not fair to these guys. That's what was so cool about the Valley uniforms was it was a statement of the Suns are back. They're good, and they've got a very cool look that they can own yeah. themselves. So, mm-hmm. I, the Valley jerseys were the best. <laughs> Perplex damage. Kelly Oubre will come back on a one-day contract for the photo shoot. They can bring Karan Butler in for the fashion show too. The orange jerseys are the Walmart of the Suns jerseys. Yes, agreed. <laughs> I, I love that the I'm Walmart things become a thing with our. I don't chat. love the orange ones at all. Uh, not I at all. I don't even think he was making a joke. I think he was just saying they look like they sell them at Walmart. <laughs> well, that too. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they might. You never know. You might You might be able to find some of those jerseys at a Walmart near you. you you're probably going to be able to find them at a Marshalls or a Ross soon if they change all the uniforms. That's true. You, you get them on deep discount. I'm excited to see what all they've got in store for the next set of jerseys. But again, at the end of the day, like their jerseys, it's not that big of a deal for See, but I'm not a it collector, is, so it is to so many people. That's why it becomes such a big deal on social. It is to me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, in the end, all we're rooting for is colors and uniforms because the players change constantly. So yeah. that's the only connection we have to the number of years you've been a fan or whatever. So yeah, I care about what they wear. And I, I do feel bad for the marketing groups that put so much effort in and then if these are somewhat accurate, the first look you get is some shitty grainy photo that you can't make a real judgment mm-hmm. on it because you can't really see anything. Okay. I just, just recovered this memory. My favorite Jersey leak of all time was Tyler Ulis putting Nobody it on Instagram stories on accident. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Jersey leak of all time because it was genuinely so like... It was just a complete accident, but everyone was like dying inside. Yes, those are leggings. <laughs> no, they are not leggings. <laughs> so, These are joggers. Uh, okay. Wait, what happened? Chat. What did I miss? Mook yeah. in the chat says, does Saul have up leggings or am I tripping? You are not you're, tripping. You're, you're tripping. You're absolutely <laughs> tripping. Oh, please pants. don't stand up. No. No. Pants, Espo, you see? Dear Lord. I hate, I hate all of you for making that happened so with that i think we'll call it a night yeah. please <laughs> it's do. a full moon so there yeah, we go i think i'll also be calling hr our next show will be tomorrow it's a podcast <laughs> yes, for you guys it happened shut up move on <laughs> damn Saul is hr <laughs> we got an audio only episode for you guys tomorrow so you can catch that wherever you okay. listen to your podcast and then on thursday we'll be right back here at 6 30 p.m for a pregame show before the Suns take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. So come join us. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. 
The underscore is there because... You need somewhere to put the leggings. I was going to say that junk in the trunk needs somewhere to rest. That's Espo. I have a mighty fine (laughs) tuchus. You can follow him on Twitter, (laughs) at Espo. You can follow Gerald Bourget on Twitter, at Gerald Bourget as well. You're giving him the shout out? Only because he's he's sick, so it's not his fault. Keep doing that work in bed, Gerald. There you go. He did. He did help us. He did. He did. He did a lot of work in bed He did. Exactly. Uh, yes, Shane, you get one too. You can follow the producer Shane so Diefenbach so at Shane Deep, which is D I E F F. And of course, you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Suns. That's a long list of people for you to follow. So if you just pick one, that's fine. Shane, change it to at mustache behind the Mac. Ahoy, hoy.